This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.ororapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today, my guest is Mr. Paul Jenkins, who's the founder of the Pack Hub. How are you, Paul? I'm very good and really excited to be talking to you today. Uh, thank you so much for making time. I'm really impressed by your company and your organization, and I'm excited to learn about your background. Kind of how did you get into this great world of sustainable packaging? Well, it's uh, like a lot of people. You sort of my journey was not a typical sort of packaging background. Really, I, I, I started off at a reasonably long career in, in brand marketing oh, for right. a, a consumer goods company, and, and that role included a lot of packaging work. So, uh, I kind of had a, a passion for that element of the marketing mix and and when i left that business wanted to get into consultancies this is about 10 years ago and you know it wasn't a sort of an immediate thing over time sort of the pack hub evolved into something that we felt we could offer you know a good good level of service and and, and products to it so that was about 10 or 11 years ago and hopefully i don't think i've looked back you know i love <laughs> packaging and, and all it stands for and obviously sustainability is, is a major part of that Oh, that's wonderful. And that's so common. The uh, On this podcast, so many times people say, well, I kind of fell into packaging. Oh, I didn't really mean to get into packaging. <laughs> and, and then they stay for their whole career. Yes. It's, it's such an interesting world we, we are in here. So what is the Pack Hub? Can you tell the audience what, what it is that you do? Yeah, so we've been in existence for, I think it's 10 years this month, actually. So we're a, a packaging innovation consultancy. So we're just really interested in helping brands, retailers, packaging suppliers, consults, other consultants, agencies, universities, whatever they might be, anyone that's interested in sort of improving their packaging, changing their packaging, reducing their environmental footprint, whatever it might be, we have got a range of services, I guess, that can, can help them move forward. That's wonderful. And is that an innovation zone? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So, so we've got we've got four four products. You know, we, as a consultancy, conventionally we we do project work and, you know, and and packaging projects, as you would expect. We do events and webinars. Not so many face to face events over the last couple <laughs> of years for obvious reasons. But sure. we're looking forward to to getting back out there. Hopefully, this calendar year, as things start to settle down from a from a COVID point of view, but we do reports. So most recently we did a global packaging trends compendium and we've done a report on refillable and reusable packaging and sustainability and things like oh, that. Oh, wow. But I guess, yeah, and I guess the, the company's sort of heartbeat, if you like, is this innovation zone packaging platform. So for the last six years or so, we've been collating all the latest packaging innovation. We're now up to about 25 new initiatives a week. Wow. Uh, they're from around the world, and, and what we do, we, we just we just write about them. So, so they're on a they're on a, a, a database, and you can do various searches. So, if you're looking for specific around refillable solutions, you just do a quick search, and it'll come up with all the mm-hmm. obviously all the returnable refillable solution, solutions. And sustainability is almost a byword for the innovation zone because right. over the last two or three years, 80, 90 percent of the initiatives we're tracking are to do with sustainability. So we've got about 5,600 initiatives 
on there and wow. a, a number of brands and retailers and suppliers that are are, are subscribers members of, of of the of the tool so they have access and you know they get other things like you know email updates and reports and webinars and things like that so it really wow. is the, the business is sort of epicenter if you like everything we do the reports the webinars and the, the consultancy work all, all sort of emanate from this understanding of you know the latest trends you know but by by writing all these innovations by by default we really know what's going on you know from a, from a global <laughs> basis so we've, we've we've really seen the change in sustainable focus over the last four or five years and right when i first when we first started taking on projects we you know the brief might be we want to deliver great shelf impact or we want to right. deliver a, an on-the-go pack we want to deliver you know better for example and then you'd say well what about what about sustainability? Oh yeah, it needs to be sustainable. That that's a given. Whereas <laughs> yeah. now they're saying, I want a sustainable pack, right? And the other things are a byproduct of it. So you know, right? And um, in fact, one of my colleagues described me, or no, a, a friend of mine was describing my company, and he said, "You've got to speak to Paul. He's the sustainability guy." Yeah. Uh, three years ago, it would have been he's the packaging guy. So it's almost <laughs> that the, the two words are a byproduct feature, which I think is important and positive for the packaging industry because we do have a, a you know a good role to play to you know do the right thing for the world in terms of reducing you know the impact that it has that's so true yeah i used to be the box guy you know corrugated that was my <laughs> nickname but now i'm the sustainability guy because that's the focus and it's what everybody wants to talk about it's the demand is there to learn about it to educate about it that's why this podcast is really taken off it's it's exciting to be a part of it so can you talk about a couple of key elements of sustainable packaging that the audience can learn from? You know, a couple things that you think this is really a key to, to the future of sustainable packaging. Yeah, I think the, the first thing is, is to really understand what you're trying to achieve. You know, some ways are clearly better than others in terms of, you know, pack choices, but, you know, often no one route is better than the other. It, yeah. what, it, what, it, what it kind of is depending on what you're measuring. So I think that's the first thing to consider is, you know, is your strategy, you know, a carbon footprint reduction right. initiative? Is it is a circular economy? Is it about recycling? Is it about material reduction? So so that's the first thing we, we always speak to our, our clients about, our customers about is, you know, what yeah. is it you're actually trying to achieve? What are your objectives? Yes. I think that is often a, and it's not an exact science, sustainable packaging. Sustainability no. is, it's an art form, isn't it? And you, you, you know, pre, pre this talk, we were talking about LinkedIn and uh, you, you see the conversations that go on, on, on that social media channel and the pros and cons over a particular format, because you can make arguments for, for most materials yeah. from a positive and negative point of view. So yeah. I think that's one of the one of the things to say is that it, it often isn't an exact science, although we're increasingly seeing supported data and statistics to to support a, a particular route over another. And, and uh, that's important because I guess the other thing I would mention is a, a, around the, that whole question you asked is, you know, this growing beast that is greenwashing and the challenges we all have to, to avoid that that area because um you know there are businesses out there that will do what they think you know what they're doing is not necessarily the best for the environment but there is right. a soundbite or a, a hook that 
means that they might sell more product and you know consumers don't have perfect knowledge they're not by nature they're not sustainability experts they're not packaging experts and they might make packaging choices based on what they perceive to be the best for the environment so i think right. we all have a responsibility to to try and avoid and reduce and understand and call out the greenwashing if we possibly can yeah that is so so true consumers are confused and i think oftentimes it's intentional and that's really sad. I think the onset of extended producer responsibility is going to fight that. And things like the the plastic tax in the UK and things uh, mm-hmm. like Truth and Labeling Act in California, these things are going to make it so companies can't do that anymore. You can't put a triangle around a number seven and make consumers think that it's recyclable. It's not. It's not going to get recycled. Just say what it is. It's okay. It's okay. Your packaging is landfill. That's okay. But don't, the worst thing you can do is make people think it's recyclable when it's not. That is inappropriate. Or or say nothing. That's the other thing that you often get. And I I scrutinize every pack that we buy as a packaging professional. I know you do as well. (laughs) I read on the, I read, I read the back of the pack and I think this is, this pack isn't recyclable. And then it's evident by the lack of communication. Just tell me it's not recyclable. And you're working on on, on a new solution. That that is an acceptable thing to do, but to just not mention it. And then consumers might actually put it in their curbside collection because they're thinking, well, it might be, you know, that sort of wishful thinking. Wish Um, cycling, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Wish cycling, exactly. Yes, I knew there was an expression for that. I didn't know what it was, but... uh, yeah, so I just think you know, more can be done, really. To uh, greenwashing is, is is overt stuff, but it's also what you don't say as well, I guess. Well, that's a great that's a great point. It's the lack of information. It's yeah. It, well, we just didn't say anything. Well, that's not a solution. That doesn't help anybody. Come on, let's just be upfront with us. That's how you build trust with brand with your consumers mm-hmm. is be upfront and honest. And I think that's what we need to demand from the manufacturers of and of products in my opinion so a couple questions for you here do you feel like the future of sustainable packaging is more recyclable product or more compostable product or is there a a a home for both there is there is a home for both recyclability is winning that battle at the moment by a factor of 100 over one i think you know yeah. you mentioned the plastic tax and you know we've got the, the plastic packs around the world which is you know, which is threefold which is 100% recyclable yeah does include compostable and, and reusable but the main focus you know from all these brands and retailers and suppliers is to improve the recyclability and increased yeah. recycled content. So that is really the focus of, of all the innovations that we track on our innovations and platform. The majority, that's the biggest area, recyclability and recycled content. Um, there's all sorts of challenges around compostable packaging you know, in terms of humor education. Uh, again, we go back to the, what's on the pack right. and, and greenwashing for compostable packaging is is probably the, 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 the most evident and worst area. You've got a whole issue around consumers not having the, the capability to, 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 to compost their, their, their packaging. Right. You know, what do they do with it? It has a nice garden. Yep. With a, what, what do they do with it? I, 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 yep. I presented to some French students about three or four years ago. We went through the whole sustainability journey and we got onto compostable packaging. And I guess for a lot of them, it was a new thing. They hadn't really thought about it before. And they just, they, they, they thought it was a fantastic 
what a great idea. You know, what is not to like about something that breaks down and can, you know, be used in soil and whatever. And then I asked them, how many of you live, where do you live? Oh, most of them could be in students lived in flats. So yeah. they weren't in a position where they could do anything with that material anyway. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's interesting to, to see how that works. And, and it's a chicken and the egg because we don't have the infrastructure in many markets to deal with compostable packaging. Right. It isn't being developed. And, uh, you know, the retailers in the UK have banned the material on their list of, you know, acceptable substrates. So, oh, I didn't know um, that. I, yeah, so I think, you know, it, it, there is definitely a, a future for, for compostable packaging, but I think recyclability is a, is something that is happening now and will continue to, to develop. And you can't talk about sustainability and just consider recyclability and compostability. Right. You've got you know, reusable packaging. And, yes. And even things like, you know, packaging-free and reduced right. packaging format, which are also... Yeah an important part of the of refill the yeah refill yeah re- reuse yeah just did a post about loop packaging they've launched mm-hmm. here in portland oregon area where i live and they launched in 25 local fred meyer stores which is a grocery store and reusable packaging it's you you pay a deposit on the package you you bring it back to the store when it's empty you put it back in and then you get a credit back for that it's a great concept it's a great concept. And what I like about they've evolved that concept because initially it was it was launched as an online right. initiative. And by having that where you can take back the packaging in store and effectively pick up another reusable pack, it's not the same one. You're not doing the refilling in store. And I just think that reduces the complexity, speeds up the process. Because yep. shoppers have been had convenience shoved down their throats for many years, and and anything that slows them down and makes it more difficult is going to be a challenge. So I love that loop scheme, and I know that they in the UK they, that they've got some Tesco stores. Unfortunately, it wouldn't be environmentally friendly to try and go to them because they're too far away for me. But I look forward to hopefully my local store implementing the loop scheme, and I will certainly be giving it a try. Yeah, that's a good thing to think about too. Is you know, if you have to drive for two hours, that doesn't make it sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> that's something to consider when you're talking about sustainability: is freight, or transport, or location. And I often mention that when I'm talking to customers. You know, where are we buying this? You know, if you have to import it from India and send it to Ohio and then back to Florida and then to Texas, that's maybe not the right choice today. Absolutely. There was a, we had an example on our family of a, in France of a, of a tall company called Steel, I think, S-T-I-H-L. Yeah. And they had um, they packed their products in hay, which is obviously <laughs> compostable, yeah. effectively reusable, could be used for animal bedding and stuff like that. But what I particularly liked about it is that they sourced the hay from a farm that was just 10 kilometers from their from their facilities. So from a from a carbon footprint impact in terms of getting it delivered. Perfect. And what is not to like about that? I mean, I just, I just <laughs> tick so many boxes. So, you know, right. you're absolutely right. The transportation in the past has been overlooked. And, you know, shipping things from around the world doesn't help you if you're trying to reduce your impact. Yeah. Yeah, it's an important thing to think about. There's so much to learn. I had someone ask, I do a, a LinkedIn audio live event every Wednesday. I hope you could join us sometime, Paul. It's 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. 6 p.m. my time. I listened in yeah. last time. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. And they said, well, what's the most sustainable material? And I said, well, that depends. 
And that's yeah. always that's always the answer. And if it isn't the answer, you're wrong. I'm sorry, <laughs> because there's yeah, so absolutely. there's so many variables. There's so many things to consider. Yeah. It's it's an art form, like you said. Yeah. yeah, and in one market, product A may be the best pack format, and yeah. in another market with a different curbside recycling infrastructure, yeah. different recycling rates, and all those kind of factors means that another pack format might be more suitable. So, yeah. absolutely, it's there's no there's no one answer, unfortunately. So what was a project that you did that really you felt like, wow, this was really a sustainable impact? Can you think of a um, project that really sticks with you? Yeah, I think I think now, now I say nowadays, every project <laughs> has has a sustain, you know, you cannot deliver a project that doesn't deliver move your move you and 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 your client forward from a from a sustainability point of view. We've run a number of sustainability workshops over the over recent times. So just sort of you know, the purpose of it is to educate the the audience as to what the opportunities and where they can improve. And that always moves the game forward. And they give me a tremendous amount of, of satisfaction because they've asked us to do it because they want to move forward. And you know, you're making a you're making a, a flying start in terms of helping them sort of set out what they need to do to, to make that a reality. So I think some of the sustainability projects that we've done, you know, the workshops that we've done online now, they used to be face-to-face. If that's <laughs> better for the environment as well, right. I think yep. so efficient to, you know, to, to do a workshop online, it's very tiring, but uh, you know, one yes. minute past the, the one minute past the, the, the finishing time and, and you, you're at home and there's no driving yeah. and traffic or getting a train or anything like that so that works nicely so yeah, i would say that really every project has a you know a, an impact but some of the workshops where they come to us to get help and i think that's yep. where we've, we've made real quick advances for them that's excellent sounds like you're building a real community there of sustainable minded companies so well done good for you thank you yeah thank you well what's the best way to get in touch with you paul is your website or email? Yeah, so thepackhub.com, and that will take you to, to our homepage, and you can contact me directly there at paul at thepackhub.com. You can also, we're on LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, so in any of those channels, just search The Pack Up, and uh, you'll find us pretty quickly, hopefully. Excellent. I'd like to thank Landsberg Aurora for sponsoring this podcast and your support. If you're listening, please take a minute to give us a review and make sure you're subscribed so you get notifications of the next episode. Thank you so much, Paul. We really appreciate this. Thank you. Really enjoyed it. This episode is sponsored by Specrite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging innovation and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.